Nation with Lone Star Community yeah. Radio. That's right. You can sponsor Morning's Lone Star. We're live in the studio right now, back-to-back-to-back guest. And like I said, at our 10 o'clock slot, we're going to have Caleb Helsher in the studio. He is a musician. He's also, I mean, a handyman. I mean, he looks like a handyman to me. Yeah, I can do stuff. But, but uh, he has been around. I've known, I've known Caleb for quite some time through all his musical ventures because it's one of those he's one of those guys who's just good enough at being a musician is when you see him at a venue you're like this is a good surprise because I don't really go out to listen to music but when I see you play I'm like I can I can accept this you've showed up several times man I've seen you over the years yeah I know I know but it's more of it's like I I don't know like my wife always kind of got on me about like to give you a, a bad story about myself because I'm very particular about when I go out. You know, like, where's the closest restroom? You know, that kind of thing. I got in big trouble because when we got married, we got each other gifts. And for some reason, she wanted, she got me tickets to Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And I'm like, well, why Fleetwood Mac? You know, like, Fleetwood Mac's good. I get it. I've seen them live. And I was like, is it the Toyota Center, though? And she's like, so? And I go, I'm not going to the Toyota Center. <laughs> and she got so mad at me. It's like, this is my gift for you. You're not appreciating. You know, I was like, well, maybe like, I say we sell them and we go to like a, a local thing. Because I, ca- I can't be in the Toyota Center. Especially see Fleetwood Mac. Like, the sound's going to be terrible. And, because uh, Toyota Center sucks, man. Yeah, I'm you not. You, do you, I used to go to hockey games there. I was a big Oh, oh, Aeros, guy, oh so same. I, never, I had season tickets. So yeah. I was... I mean, that hockey's great there. Yeah. But acoustics and Toyota Center. I'm sure. Are te- it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're like, you're paying the big bucks and, you know, you're sitting up front and maybe you actually get the acoustic sound, but I doubt it. They have some speaker systems in mm-hmm. that place. But yeah, but like going to the Corner Pub or going to Pacific Yard House or going to, ca- is it the Cactus? Yeah, Cactus is out in Willis. Yeah, that place is tight. Yeah. Uh, it's a little spooky, but it's tight. <laughs> they just need more lights. They just need more light. That place is way too dark. Oh, I've talked to the owner several times about that. One of these days. It's way too dark. She said I could redo the stage, but then the next time I talked to her, I guess she was more sober than the last time oh. I talked to her, so I hate it when that happens. And then now we have, is it called Lefties? Lefties, oh yeah. So that's over where Tuts used to be. We have the lake. I mean, there's so many cool venues out here that it's like, and I even like uh, a Heritage Place. The park right here? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's not bad mm-hmm. for what it is. It's like, a, I call oh, it the mini pavilion. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, I've had the privilege of playing there several times, yeah. man, that sounds excellent. I always love, uh, you know, it's, when someone sends you videos of a, your performance off their iPhone or something, it's like, the sound's always terrible, but actually, an iPhone sounds good. At that uh, place. At that place, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, that, I mean, like, there's a lot of cool places around here, man. Oh, yeah. And right now, I, I in the link below, I put uh, Caleb's Facebook with his brothers. So it's Helsher's brothers. That's the yeah, Facebook. So, yeah. You guys play together. That's kind of who's the better musician. Uh, man, which which makes the brothers so cool is that we all trade off. So we all play drums, bass, and guitar. So we all front the band. Well, who's the so, better? Who's the better drummer? Uh, probably Isaiah, the okay. young one, and Nathaniel's probably the better singer and guitar player, and I'm probably the best bass player. And singer, but I write all the songs, so I got that. I got so that. You're best writer. The yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, I mean, the, for now, at least for now. And you, you were more well known before the brothers uh, got together. It was the uh, homegrown tomatoes. One reason I bring that up is people. 
that's a name they recognize, especially in here in Conroe, Montgomery yes, County. Sir. And then, uh, but now you're with the brothers, which is cool. And you do, I, the reason I reached out to you, because I saw you're doing a singer-song uh, writer swap. Yes, sir. At uh, Pacific Yard House. That's here in downtown Conroe. It's on, is it every other Tuesday? It's every Tuesday, Every actually. Tuesday. I'm taking one off, because um, the fir- first week of April, I'll be out of town. But other than that, it's every Tuesday. Yeah, because that's... I get some great artists out there, man, from from all over. A lot of them from you know, the Montgomery County local scene, but we pull guys from Houston all the See, time, that's too. more of my jam. I like the yeah. songs, the songwriter swap, and it's it's storytelling Tuesday. So a lot of it is, uh, I mean, of course, it's mostly music. But yeah. I, I got to uh, hear really cool stories about some of my favorite songs by some of these artists. I, I would have no idea, you know. But it's just a, uh, it's a relaxed environment, you know. And how disappointing is it sometimes? It's like, oh, I love the song you wrote. It's about this oh, I, girl, I, and I I totally relate. It's like, oh man, I, I wrote that in the in the bathroom at Hobby Airport. See, that happened to me. I, I switcheroo. There's a song I have, Summer, and a tomato song. People love that song. And uh, uh, someone was like, man, that's just my favorite one. You know, it just, it, it's just so un, it's so real to me. I'm like, yeah, I just made that song. It, like, there wasn't a girl that broke my heart. There wasn't anything. I was just playing guitar, found a cool riff, and started rhyming words. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, so. sometimes, yeah. So, and, I mean, I can't believe you disappointed. You could have just lied. <laughs> could have just lied. Yeah, that's what I, I could just lie. Yeah, and then you can write a song time. about that, <laughs> about lying to a fan, about being happy, yeah. <laughs> or losing a girl, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a pretty funny idea for a song. It's all about the fake girls you lost, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I wrote a song one time about a. I need to write a love song, but have no one to write it about. Yeah, yeah. It was, I forgot. I forgot. Some songs you just write for fun and you just throw them away because. I don't know. You gotta get the brain going. Yeah, you gotta see exactly. what happens. Because, I mean, I think it's it's a certain talent to learn how to play guitar, but then it's an, another talent to learn how to play guitar and write your own music, and then also the next step is, of course, the harmonica while playing the guitar while singing, and after that, it's when you have the cymbals between the knees and you're you're doing this. The yeah, next thing I, you know, you have a drum on your back. And oh, my brother Isaiah, he's he's working on that right now. Yeah, yeah. What do they call that? What is that? It's just a one man band. I mean, is I that would, what the yeah? Cause, I wouldn't know what the correct term yeah is, but, but like people did did that. <laughs> yeah, I can I can play guitar, do a little harmonica, and sing. I'm I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're right there. That's max. That's max. There is a cool thing. I've almost bought it. Is a it's like a pedal, but it's like a wooden block where you just hit it. And it's kind of like a kick drum sound. Yeah, I've thought about that, but like I can't. I'm uh, I can't keep a straight beat with my legs. I wish I could. Yeah, you know I'm. I can be a good drummer for like thirty seconds, you know. But after that, <laughs> it's yeah, like I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta do uh, le- uh, just work out just your calves, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the music scene here is really cool, and I feel like Connor's faking it till they make it. Mm-hmm. When they keep saying it's a music city or whatever, I'm like, it is. But you, pretty much any city could say that. Like, yeah. But just, here, fake it till you make, make it, it, right? Because it is good. And it, they, yeah, the, the the quality and talent of the folks that live around here, man, is just awesome. And like in all different spectrums, not just like country rock music, yeah. just and all all forms of music, a lot of groovy things. Like, so I'm playing at um uh, Pacific Yard House on Tuesdays, yeah. and we get play from six thirty to eight thirty. So everyone that's always telling me I play too late, well, you no longer have an excuse because six thirty to eight thirty yeah. is, is it. But usually we go to the corner pub or two o two after and hang out and support the other acts. You know, I really like the fact that the music scene around here, we all support each other. Um, 
Yeah, because it's uh, well. Let me ask you this about the uh, Tuesday stuff. Is it free? Yes. So you're you're there. You can go to Pacific and just have some crawfish and mm-hmm. drink a beer. Listen, to some have music. a Dr Pepper, whatever you do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because that's the only thing I do not like about Pacific is mm-hmm. they have these random like days where they charge. Well, I can tell you why they do that. Well, I get um, I get why they do that. Okay. But it, I think what I it's more of I'm I'm trained that it's a restaurant. Mm, so I'm see. hungry. I want the, I want you know their pizza is so good there. I'm gonna go get a pizza. And then you walk in, they're like, oh, yeah, it's $10 to get in. I'm like, so I got to pay $10 to eat a pizza and then pay for the pizza? Like, Well, artists, so they have their music budget, and artists who want more money than that budget, the door. they're like, we can't do that, but we can give you door if you think. And some bands can pull it off. Oh, no, I get it. Some bands can't. Well, you know I, I mean? think, yeah, it's just the training to me because yeah. I, I walk over there all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, shoot, I can't have my burger. Because yeah. I gotta watch this band, I don't know. Like that sucks. <laughs> so I just, and now they built that patio outside, which I think that's what they're doing with that patio. Is the, yeah, you can go out there and not pay a, the ten dollars. Yeah, it's to, cov- Have you been in there recently? It's covered. Yeah. It's really nice. It's like different. I mean, they took away the smoker section. Sorry, smokers. But um, uh, it's really nice. In we there. will we will yeah. eradicate the smokers. Yeah, right. right from downtown society, Society's <laughs> telling me we're eradicating you. Better watch out. But uh, but no, that's why they were telling me they're building that so. I could still go have my pizza there and mm-hmm. not have to pay because you have to pay. There's no way if ends or buts. But, yeah. And I always felt that was, I've always felt awkward for establishments forcing that on the customer, especially the customers who are enjoying themselves already there and like, oh hey, by the way, it's six o'clock. Um, I was I, I like corner pub. If if you're a regular, you don't pay the cover. Like okay, how about this? So when they, when we would charge, um, you know, cover charge at the corner pub. And we, we got to sell it out a couple of times, think, which is awesome. But there was a um, Leanne would be like, if someone comes in here every Saturday night and they don't know you, I'm not co- I'm not charging them. But I'm like, but she can do that because she knows she she knows who's in her bar all the time. Yeah. Now places like Pacific might be a little bit more difficult because it's a bigger venue and whatnot. Well, but people are just trying that. to work. I get the people are trying to earn money. Yeah. I think what it is just the the philosophy behind it. It just interrupts mm-hmm. because it's not the norm. Yeah. So it's like, oh, by the way, if you want to eat this pizza and you're not gone by six, you're going to have to pay an extra $15. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> but I get it. The acts there are good. I like I like Pacific Yard House a lot. And all the restaurants down there are pretty dang good. Yeah, so Redbrook has some great pizza, too, and some great music every once. Um, like, I, that's another good sounding room. You know, they have it dialed in pretty good. Yeah, that's, yeah uh, uh, that stage is right on you, too. I'm sorry? That stage is right on you. Oh, yeah. That's like, I, you know, I, I like, uh, we got to open up for Jason Bolin at the Texan Theater in Cleveland a couple weeks ago, and I can tell, like, the entire f- first row and all these you know, country boys and country gals, and they weren't, they didn't look uncomfortable, they just looked weird, and sure enough, um, we played that, and we played a bar across the street for the after party, and pretty much everyone showed up, which was awesome, and I was talking to the people in the front row, they're like... Man, we were excited when we got front row tickets. We just didn't know it. We were literally six feet away from everybody. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a up close and personal. Yeah. A little, little too personal sometimes. Yeah, uh, Redbrick has that too, and you're you're on them. I mean, I, I mean, depending on the artist, it's really fun. Exactly, exactly. I, I think one time I walked in there, and for some reason the artist was, I want to say, like, his feet were on the lip yeah. of the stage. So his foot could have been under a patron's table, mm-hmm. and he was rocking. Like he was just like doing this, yeah. and they got these people right there. 
Yeah, I think so, love it. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything. Like I, I really like rocking out and getting loud. Yeah. But sometimes this guy had one volume and it was his eleven. If people are eating food, you should probably like do (laughs) more finger picking and less going. Well, that's why I like the idea of you at Pacific Yard House doing the song uh, songwriter swap on Tuesdays because that to me is like that's a casual night. I'd be like, Holly, let's go hang out, let's go sit and listen to Caleb and this random dude tell stories, this Mm -hmm. other random dude, and like ladies too. I got two ladies booked. I got Mandy Powell this yet tomorrow, and I got a. Alexis, I'm gonna mess up the last name. McLaughlin, something like that. Something like that. It's on the like, just yeah. look up or whatever. Yeah. But I tried. I try to book when I book this. I try to do like a couple dudes, couple gals, couple dudes, couple gal. You know, yeah. try to try to share the love because for the longest time when I was doing Marshalls, I think one of a lady, a big fan of mine, was like, "No, why don't you get the girls to come up here and play with you?" So I started trying, but not a lot of girls wanted to play with me from nine to one at Marshalls Tavern. Um, yeah, so that's, that's long. A, that's a it's a long time, you know. Especially if they're especially living at in Marshalls. Ra- yeah, Marshalls could be a little rough. You can smoke in there. You can definitely smoke in there. Yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it legal, guys. But um, uh, now Marshalls yeah. is an interesting place. If people don't know, check it out online. It's like it used to be where a bingo hall was, or I guess it was. I don't even know what it was before that. I think it was. I know it was bingo. It was, I know it, had, it was Wiesner's, and then it was Sunny's. It was Game On. Now it's Marshalls, if yeah. I believe it right. Yeah. And they have live, they have a, a stage, a pretty big stage, I would say. It's probably the biggest stage. I mean, I think it's big, I think it's, yeah, it's bigger than Pacific's. Yeah. Because yeah. you can fit a five piece on there. Easy. Yeah. yeah. And then, because uh, we've been there a couple times to see different people. And then uh, Midget Wrestling, of course. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, I went once, man. I'm happy people enjoy that, but that just wasn't, wasn't it's my weird. thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, especially with my wife's four ten, oh, so good. I was like, technically, technically, <laughs> technically <laughs> we can make some money here, right? right? <laughs> Holly, we can make some money. Think about it. What would be your stage name? You know, what's your what's your wrestling name? But uh, yeah, Marshall's a cool place. Um, I think that's really kind of the. It's funny the conflicting societal status of smoking and not smoking mm-hmm. because if you go down one hundred five to all the venues, it's like it's either all smoking or like. No smoking. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how that's going to end up, because Connor's an old town, and I get why people have smoking. And I and I even, like, my wife, she's a nurse, she hates it. And I'm like, well, I like it that the place can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think it's good if a restaurant wants to do that. Now, I know if I open a restaurant or a bar today, I can't do that. Yeah. Which is crap, but, you know, it's their choice. But, but I think that everyone that plays... Or the government's choice. Everyone that, that um, uh, goes to Marshall's, that's, like, the smoking crowd. So, like... My, well, that's what I'm saying. I've, those, I've, those crowds exist. Exactly. So it's like, I think it sucks that you can't give people an option. That like, I have a following at Marshall's. I will be there every time I play at Marshall's. Yeah. I have a following at Corner Pub. These places are less than five minutes away from each other. and Different crowds. N- yeah, pretty much. I mean, some, some, some folks will go back and forth, okay? But, like, majority of people that watch me at Marshall's aren't coming to the Corner Pub. Majority of people that see me at Corner Pub aren't coming to Marshall's. Yeah. So I don't. You, I do both. I'm just like wherever, yeah. wherever the party is. And then yeah. uh, let me ask you this: at Corner Pub, have you been in there? Have you played there since Son was allowed to bring their food in there from Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. yeah. How's that going? It doesn't bother me a bit, man. I don't. I'm a. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. Yeah, because well, because I, I was thinking that we went there this weekend, and it's and delicious. It, yeah, if you, you walk in, it, you have to have. Yeah, you, you walk in, everyone's eating, and they're getting a band ready. I'm like. That's gotta be kind of cool. Like you're sitting and people show up. They might not be seeing you, but they're eating their food mm-hmm. and like yeah. 
I always feel I felt bad, man. They they get so much hate on online sometimes. Well, Son is a a polarizing character. Yeah, he is. I love him, but yeah. he um, uh, I, you know, I love the way he deals with it. Too. Oh yeah, so, yeah. It, it, well, it, he it, had him on on Friday uh, last oh, really? Friday, and I talked about his social media presence and how fantastic he could run a clinic on for people and just like that's how you talk trash. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but then again, it's like uh, that. That's what I love about the the uniqueness of downtown Conroe. Mm-hmm. Is they allow businesses like Asan, and then you have the corner pub going like, oh hey, yeah, you, they can eat in here because Dragon Ball C is does not have a seating area, mm-hmm. and so they were. And I, well, I was like, oh, finally they did this because I remember when they first opened, I'm like, they're not going to leave in there, like, I'm like yeah. no, I'm like, that's got to suck, yeah. Especially, and, and I think it's, I mean, after I had a couple beers at the pub, man, start feeling a little, a little tipsy. Go get you some fun. Yeah. You're good to go or whatever. Yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, so, what's the, when, like? Do you go on tour ever outside of? It's, it's been a because this been is a the music minute. city. Yeah. So I know you don't want to leave the music city. Well, you got to at some point. We have but, a badge. Um, <laughs> we do have a badge. We have a piece of a paper that says we're a music city, yeah. and they, they don't let me play in their festivals. But I don't know why. But that's a. The I con- are you that. not in the Connor Crossroads? I got. I had. I've not been asked, but I'm not bitter about it. I'll oh, it's still probably because it. one dude is like in charge. Ladies in charge of the bands, and she's like, I'm gonna do whoever I want. And then probably. I mean, I was. I played the Catfish Festival last year with my yeah. brother, so I'm. I'm. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to. Well, the lineup. The lineup here. for the Crossroads is interesting. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to start trash talking or anything like that. It's just interesting because, you know, it's. This is I, I make a lot of jokes about it. this is a music city, but it really is. Yes, There's a lot is. of local people here that play here regularly, like your Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. and then uh, every other Thursday, right? Is it Thursday from nine? Yeah, Thursday, yeah, yeah. And so at at Marshall, so it's like you can kind of get out of your groove, people, and go see some live music. Yeah, and I used it, to play Red Brick, you know, first Wednesday of the month for several months. You know, a couple of years ago, I played every. Uh, Monday at the Corner Pub for a couple of years. I played every Wednesday yeah. at C- Corner Pub for a couple. Of, like, uh, I kind of, I, I, I can usually tell. Um, I played Borskis and Willis for a couple of years on Wednesday. Like, uh, I kind of, I can feel when the drop off is happening. Like, how do I put this? Once people quit showing up because like I'll just see them next. I'll just see them next time. That's when it's like, all right, we got to find something different. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's not. I've never had an issue with any of the venues themselves. It's always like. Well, All also, right. you create an environment, like the, your show for Pacific, it's going to be different every time. Yes. Even if it's the same format, it's like, oh, we're having a new artist join yeah. me, and we're going to song swap. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, once you hear a story, I'm, I'm going to hear Caleb's story about this girl broke his heart a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Go, let's, let's talk to the other person. Yeah. We don't care about this anymore, Caleb. And I think I was mentioned before we started that I've, you know, I've done song swaps everywhere for a long time, but what makes Pacific so cool is that it's just original music. I mean, a cover might maybe played if someone, you know. We're going to make a story with it. Like, but yeah, but it's kind my of My like, dad died when I heard this song. Let's yeah, play it. Let's play it. Great. People love that. Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> telling you. It's... No, we, but like other places, you know, they're longer shows and they're like a, a rowdier crowd. Yeah. Or if they want to hear Whiskey Myers or Hank Williams or something like that, you know. Freebird. Freebird, right. Freebird. Oh, we played in um, uh, Cleve, Wagon Wheel in Cleveland, I guess, after the bowling thing. And we started we opening chords, started playing. Someone just yelled out Freebird, and like three rednecks were Freebird. They're all been been drinking all day there. And we just started our set with Freebird. We just started the whole night with Freebird. 
and they're like, oh, wow. I'm like, yep, can't yell it out the rest of the night. All right. <laughs> you know, actually, one time I went to, uh, was a, well, we went to a bar and their band, and they did the Freebird, and the guy goes, we'll play Freebird if we get $200 on this. Yeah, we've done that. The Tomatoes would do that. Yeah. yeah. And then they get $200 and then play Freebird. I was like, that's probably the easiest $200. Well, we, we just say, like, if you're going to take 10 minutes out of everyone's time, you have to you have to buy it. Oh, you yeah. don't play the bridge version? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. It's the, just the, the, the solo Hel- at the, the end. The Brothers do the tomatoes. No, we played the we we, we go all out. But yeah. the tomatoes. Well, it's a fun song. Yeah. That's why people yeah. like it. It's yeah. not like it's a terrible. song. like played Nickelback yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I mean, Nickelback's not bad, but it's, you know what I'm talking about. It's not like ironic thing. Let's play this terrible, you know, chalkboard <laughs> screeching yeah. song. So I don't see why it's a big deal. Is it's just a long song. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, and some people are like, oh, I'll never play it. It's like, man, you ask me to play Freebird, I'll play Freebird. You ask me to play Wagon Wheel, I'll play Wagon Wheel. Like, yeah. There's a time in my life where I love these songs too, so I get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe I don't listen to them a lot anymore, but I, there's a, those songs still have a piece of my heart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I can make someone else happy. But yeah, you're going to have to cough up the money if you're going to oh, yeah. make me do 10 minutes or I something. I like that. That's smart because yeah. it's like, it's a hard song to play. Well, we usually say um, when someone is like, if you ever request somebody write on the back of a $100 bill, and come throw it up here in the tip jar, and we'll try to we'll try our best at it. And uh, sometimes it works. Then we say we'll take fifties and twenties and fives and ones. We don't care, you know. After after we do the song, yeah. And uh, so I I kind of I'm kind of excited. So tomorrow, who's the person tomorrow? Mandy Powell. She's a excellent. She's Man, a, is it, it starts with an M. Yes, sir. Mandy Powell. Yes, sir. Okay, is she from around here? Where's she from? I think uh, she, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Like that. She'll tell you. No, she, I've, I've had the. I had the pleasure of playing with her s- several times over the past few years, and once I, I'm actually I'm kind of proud of myself. I I started booking this like months in advance now, so it's kind of cool. Like had a, once I had like you know, Jeff Canada, I had Bubba Wesley last week. Like some of the bigger names in the scene were reaching out to me to play up here to do this Tuesday with me. Um, that's when I was like, oh wow, because that's when other people like I don't I don't seek anybody out for this gig. People want to play it with me which is a super cool because for the longest time i would be you're the one had on the street it. corner with the exactly with the poster like hey i yeah. want to play and now it's people are and it's kind of crazy uh some of the it's not crazy but it's, i think it's kind of funny that some of the people that work up there at pacific are like, oh man this person's really good i'm like yeah you should go check out their facebook they got like you know 20,000 likes and uh, half a million spins on something, <laughs> you know, just like, like well, like, I, see, just, like, it's hard I to guess. judge people that way because there's so music, there's so much music out there and there's so many avenues to obtain it. Because mm-hmm. it'd be one true, thing, yeah. it'd be one thing if it was 70 years ago where you had the one radio station that only played that one genre and then you're stuck with that. That's how you hear your rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you go to you go to Spotify. I have no idea who any of these people are. Yeah. And it's like, recommendation, artist of the year. I'm like, I'll give it a try. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> let's go. Let's check it out. But yeah, I, I can understand why people don't know everything. And Well, people here at the radio, they think I know every country singer. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of hard, but especially if people find it. Well, that's one thing I love about uh, like your music. It's once people find it, they stick with it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, and we kind of, I mean, I kind of touch on everything. I'm not a one genre kind of guy, yeah. one track. I got songs that sound like you know, '90s country. I got songs that sound like Leonard Skinner. I got songs that sound like 
no folky guy clark stuff you know what i mean it's just uh i, I don't well, I, there's a dynamic i feel like in today's the in the music industry where it's swapped between live from from primarily album stuff mm-hmm. now it's live stuff where people get into music because you know back in the day that's people just bought records and that's like how you heard your song and then that person luckily came into town you go see them but now you're meeting artists by their live performance and then you buy their cd yeah. and i always judge bands on off their live performances because i've been there you know when especially like when i remember going to see bob dylan i'm like it's got that's guy freaking sucks. <laughs> it sucks. And it's Bob Dylan. It's Bob Dylan. <laughs> and I'm like, Bob Dylan doesn't suck. I've listened to all his records. Well, there's some guys that I really like, but I can't stand to watch them live. But, like not personally, like not like not in the scene, just like yeah. bigger acts and whatnot. They're like they're great. I love their music, but I can't watch a YouTube video of them perform because it's I just feel like dead inside because I. You know, like I hold them so high. Yeah, their well, that's what I'm saying. Like songwriting, certain artists, and then it's just yeah. like no. And then, but that's what I like about like learning something new for local people or mm-hmm. that kind of you're like. Oh, I've already seen them live. They're clearly talented. So, and I think they're. We, uh, I'm not, I can't give out the dates yet. I guess I'll, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we have a couple of tomato shows, reunion shows here. Um, that's fun. In, in a couple of months, I'll I'll, I'll, well, be, I'll I'll come back before to announce those here. Yeah, but um, it's gonna be two different shows because we kind of had two different sides of the band, um, just rotating members, and everybody wants to be a part of it. So I'm kind of have the two different versions of the tomatoes. You're over a popular here. guy, Caleb. Yeah, something Sucks, like that. Right? Yeah, you should, clone, your, you should, clone, you should clone yourself. <laughs> there's a there is a way for no. sure. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sure my wife would hate that. Actually, she she she'd get she, confused. Yeah, <laughs> but, she thinks one of me is too much of me. Actually, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> I mean, especially because I can imagine being involved with a musician, especially a songwriter. I'm like, oh, we writing down. Oh man, it's not about me, is it? You, you you'll love the Tuesday show, man, because uh, there's a. I'll tell one one story that I tell because people people have been asking for this song, so I play it. But it's pretty much uh, we got in a fight. Um, not in a fight. I, how to put this? My off nights that I'm not playing music, I'm home. Yeah. Okay. Just because I spend enough time outside, uh, you know, at bars or venues and whatnot, playing music, you know, three, four times a week that I need to be home those nights I'm not playing. But one of my buddies, he needed, he forgot his mic stand and he's playing, you know, down the street, see down the street, like 20 minutes away. I'm like, Oh, I got like 10 mic stands. I'm gonna go bring him one. And, uh, he offered me a beer, drink a beer. One beer turned to two, 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 two turned into too many. And um, I get a text from the wife, how would you just stay at the bar? I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Go home, and she's uh, she's already asleep by the time I got home. And I was thinking we are going to have this big argument, you know. And so I just kind of took all of that emotion and put it down and wrote a song. And people have been liking that song lately, so I've been playing a lot. But there's definitely a lot of, like, that's the storytelling Tuesdays, you know. And then you um, get in real trouble when you start telling stories about previous ex-girlfriends. Oh, that's... Songs about. Oh, yeah. That, oh, and I'm, you constantly remind your wife, oh, yeah, I wrote songs about these girls and not you. I say one of my... Uh, I've said this for a while, but uh, Ch- one of Chelsea's favorite songs was a song that I wrote about one of her best friends <laughs> in high school. See, that's so, what I see. That's what I love she's about... A good, she's a good sport, though. Well, she's that's what I love about musicians, because like, musicians go to this depth that... It's not like an everyday relationship with people. It's like you're getting in, you're getting a picture inside of a person's 
history. Completely. And and it's not and it's written down. So it's because mm-hmm. some people, you know, somehow share experiences, but then you might not know anything about this person's past because they they're from another country. And you're like, I don't know if you have any girlfriends or boyfriends you had, right. but you know, because I know if my wife. She would not have any. You're like she'd probably tell me you're straight up. You're never singing those songs ever again. <laughs> oh, and, and there's and there's certain so- songs that like I was afraid. Like I wrote because I, I write for myself, you know, just as like as therapy, you know. And um, there's one time Charles was like, "Man, you have written songs lately. Like, what's up with you?" I'm like, "I have. I just I don't know if you're you'll be able to enjoy this song that I wrote because it is very personal." Yeah. And I'll play it to her. She goes, "I love it." I was like. Yeah, but I just don't know if I want to play it out because I kind of touch on a few subjects, you know, very personal subjects. And she goes, "You got to." And like, one of the, I have a song called "Life Moves On." I wrote a few months ago, and I kind of again wrote it for myself. And my brother was like, "Why don't you play this out?" I'm like, I don't think people want to hear this. This is too personal. I'll just go for it. And then, sure enough, man, people love it. Like, love it. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I should he be just, more personal. Yeah, you never. Well, I mean, people like that. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's like a shared experience that people can somewhat relate to. Yeah. And then, you, of course, you're going to bust out the song about how much you like you hate your mom. And people are like, whoa, I don't hate my mom. Oh, that, Dude, yeah. that's not cool. Oh, that's, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Bill Burr. Was, he was in a movie, and there's this one thing where he, he, talk, he, talks, he talks smack about his mom. And at the New York show, showing, everybody was laughing. And at the Boston showing, no one was like, you can't say that about your own mother. Like, two different cultures yeah. were just like, you know, one laughed at it. Yeah, the other one's like, oh, no, you can't do that. Well, that's what I always, like, kind of connecting that with people's judgment on, like, I would say Texas country or southern music. is like they always talk about the same thing. Like, you know, trains, beer, back roads, and their mother yeah. or whatever. But then I'm, I always wonder, like, what is the music you listen to about? Yeah, like... I listen to. I mean, I've been in a, in a yeah, sea shanty little thing. Oh lately. yeah, yeah. I mean, what's that called? Like choral music, chorus uh, music. I'm what's, not. What's sure. it called? I, I don't know. Bar music. Uh, what's it called? There is something. I know it's a genre. Yeah, I just call it sea shanties, man. I, I don't know. I, Those I was, are fun. I was trying to. Those are fun. I'm probably gonna end up. I hope I can get the gig this year. Is be a Renaissance band. Be a little Irish. Uh, That'd be kind of fun. Folk band at the Renaissance. I, you I, can kind of do anything at the Renaissance Festival. I feel like. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, well, it has nothing to do with the Irish people. Yeah, well, I, I worked it for several But years. you can just do that. Yeah, I, I worked the... You, you know, I, if I could... If, <laughs> I wonder, because I just love... I don't know, I, I played them... Uh, just, like, pirate songs and songs, like, where like you're in love with being on the water, but you hate being on the water. You yeah. Know, I just find that so... It's like an adventure. Yeah. There's always a cool adventure yeah. about, you know, that one night that the storm came in and how it... Well, I, changed I, your life because you saw the mermaid or whatever. I, well, I'm writing a kind of working on a song right now that's kind of like you know when the, you could see the storm coming yeah. and it's hours away, but you know that it's coming and you can't run, you can't outrun it, can't do nothing. So you're just watching the storm come in slowly but surely. Like everything's about to change here, and you're just watching, watching it, waiting. Like I'm kind of working on a working on a song about that right now. Isn't there a song by Gordon Lightfoot? Uh, Wreck of the Edmonds yeah. Fitzgerald. Isn't that kind of what that's about? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that song in a while. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's about like a storm and then they you know, die. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's all right. It's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> Especially when you're singing it on a boat. On a boat, yeah. <laughs> the Renaissance thing is fun. I think you could do if you did that, people would love that. Yeah. My mom's worked out there for like twelve years now. So Doing what? Yeah. 
she she's the empanada lady, so she sells the empanadas in the Spanish area. La Fiesta. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I I mean like that place. The, the scariest thing about the Renaissance Festival here is you don't know who works there or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. So that's something that always frightens me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> is it, uh, you work here or like, <laughs> are you just out here? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on? I mean, why are you asking for tips? Why, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why am I tipping you? You work here? Yeah. Well, I, I used to sell, uh, you know, drinks and bartend a little, little out there. And I had my little mountain dulcimer I'd play. And when we didn't, wouldn't have people, I would just go out there and start playing songs. And people would just be tipping me for playing music. I'm like, ah, this works too. I, maybe I should just play music out yeah. here. So that's what I'm trying to get back into. Well, the sea shanty idea. That's because they kind of do that with that. What is that called? Uh, they have like a five course meal thing there. That's like a show. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forgot I what they call it. it. Yeah, King's yeah. Table or King's Feast or something. something like that, yeah. But it's a show, and they kind of do a little, little sea shanty. Well, see, well the thing stuff. is, like, there's stages out there in the same band. Like, nothing against those bands. Love them all. You can hate them, but it's this. It's the same show. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like the same thing. It's like everything's the same. And I, I know, like, the hundreds of thousands of people that go out there, they don't care. They're, they're just happy to see a show. But it's like, I want to bring something new to the table that, you know, even not that sea shanties are new. but Well, know. see, that to me is more of a, th- the people think of it as a theater thing now. Yeah. It's like a show. Like, you're mm-hmm. getting entertained by that. You were originally where it came from is just a bunch of drunk dudes hanging out yeah. and just to pass the time. Yeah, you, you it's, gotta, like, it's you in the water, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just to pass the time. But then, uh, but then again, they like they are expected to die every day. So yeah. I also listen to other music other than that. But that's kind of been my. Just, I think it's fun. I think that would be right very now. fun. I and it's like the because it's. I like to listen to like crazy music. You know, just out of this world doesn't thing. make sense. Yeah. But sometimes I like to bring music back to the basics. When if maybe if it's just a cappella or one guy and one guitar, one lady and one guitar, you know, um, stuff like that. But. Uh, I don't know if you, Jason Isbell released a new song uh, a really? couple weeks ago, and that's been on He's repeat. He's been pretty good. Love him. Love him. Love Sturgill Simpson. I, when was the last time he released something, though? Not just a song, but like an album. He released he, He's released a couple albums. Because uh, he really got popular like 10, 15 years ago. No, he's, had, he's, had, he's had bigger, he's had releases, but none of them hit quite as hard as, you know, the Nashville Sound or Southeastern or stuff mm-hmm. like that hit, pretty, uh, hit really big. Um, but his his new song like I say, I love Jason Isbell but he hasn't released like something that I absolutely love in a long time but he released a new song called uh, Death Wish and it's my new favorite song so I've literally listened to that song a hundred times in the past week uh, so that's a good one and then um, I listen to everything Sturgill Simpson all the time I, that's uh, my go to probably if I'm not in a sea shanty mood or a podcast mood nowadays yeah I feel like Sturgill Simpson hangs out and then he's like, oh, I got an idea for a record. And I'm like, Hi, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I, I was just listening to this old rock and roll album. I'm going to do this. And then like a year later, he'll oh, be yeah. like, oh, I, mean, I really like this sound. I'm going to do a record based off this. It has nothing to do with the well, previous first record. first time I listened to like his Sound and Fury album, yeah. the one he did for the anime, I was like, I'm, uh, what is this? Why would you do this, Sturgill? Oh, I can't stand it. Now, I freaking love it. I just, that's yeah. workout music especially, or just, you know, driving music, like, it gets you pumped, man. Yeah. Like, and the first time I listened to it, I, I was talking to, to my brother about this. Sometimes the songs that you first listen to and you don't like them end up becoming the songs that you love. And I never, like, he's 18. Like, I never realized that that's kind of true because there's certain songs I listen to. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't get this. And you listen to it a week later. Oh, it's or like 10 years later. Ten, yeah, exactly. You know, 
So especially like Jason Isbell, like a lot of his stuff is probably he's probably like one of the better writers. Mm-hmm. But then at the music side of it, you're like, eh. But then when you start getting depressed, and you're like, oh, it's hitting the right spot. Right spot. <laughs> Thank you for depressing me more. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, somebody asked Towns Van Zant, um, uh, oh, why don't you sing happy songs? You only sing sad songs. And Towns Van Zant goes, uh, these are my happy songs. Hate to listen to the sad ones. Man. That uh, that guy. <laughs> that guy's a weird dude. Yeah, or he yeah. was. But yeah. yeah. So, well, that's, I think musicians are weird. I really you think have I, to be, to be good. You have to be, to be different, you know? Well, it's not, it's not good. It's more of like, that's what the lifestyle demands because it's not, you're not in full control. It's not a nine to five thing where you can clock in, clock out. It's like, you never know when you're going to get inspired. It can be even when you're dreaming mm-hmm. and you wake up and you have a residual of that's your dream. A that's definitely You're like, a oh, thing. I got to write this down. And it's like, it's a constant thing where... You're performing like you have your performance times, but then outside of that, like that's when you're really like working. Because when you start performing, it become to me it's almost like if you're if you're a musician, you get it down where like you could do it blindfolded because you have your two hour show, like you know exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But then when you're not doing that, that's where it comes to the challenge where it's like okay, like I can't unless you're George Strait where like you didn't really do anything. So like someone just wrote you a song and you, you just look good while you play it. So same thing with Garth Brooks. Come on, guys. But like you, like you, I'm just. No. I'm not. Well, no, it's funny because like I remember when I discovered that about George Strait. Like he didn't write these songs. Yeah. What? Right. I don't Dean, like him now. Hey, but Dean Dillon did, and Dean Dillon's a he's a boss. Great. Uh, we actually have played some Dean Dillon on here. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's funny. I mean, and that's where I see the respect in the musicians when they work out a song and they're working out their art and they're kind of like always evolving it and figuring it out. I think one of the first songs I wrote that was good, good enough to where like my, my family, my dad and mom, like bring your guitar so you can show the family or going to some church event, you know, bring your guitar yeah. to show the, show people. Um, the song called letter and the tomatoes recorded it. Um, but I remember playing this one lady and she goes, I, I just think it's awesome how you can, like t- you took this whole story and you made it all make sense, and then you played it, and you sing it, and you, you know. And to me, I was like, it just came natural. It wasn't. I never. I didn't think it was that hard. It was just something that I wanted to do, and so I did it. Yeah. You know, but l- years later, you know, thirteen, fourteen years later, looking back at it, I'm like, that that wasn't something that a. I mean, you know, it's, a fourteen year old kid just just to do it. It's, it's, it's a little, sounds a little crazy, you know. Well, let me ask you this about because you've been in the industry for a little a little bit. You think today's standard is the singer songwriter is the like their origin point? Because like back in the day, I feel like there was oh this person can sing because they've been trained to sing, and then it's like oh I know somebody who can write music. Y'all get together, and you sing his music or her music. It's never that was like back in the day. Mm-hmm. But then like today, I feel like where everyone starts out is oh you have to be a singer songwriter at one point in your career. To figure like to get on stage. Well, even or, like a lot of, the, and I'm not a big you know, fan of the Nashville sound, so to speak. But uh, even a lot of the guys who, like, I don't even know are, what the Nashville sound is when people whatever, tell me that. I don't what, even know what that means. What, what, whatever pop country, I guess you could say. Or, well, like, it's like Blake Shelton, for example. Mm-hmm. I've heard songs from him where it doesn't sound poppy, yeah. but I've heard songs that sound like Florida Georgia Line poppy, yeah. 
And I'm like, is that Nashville? Well, were, were they released at the same time, or was one released 15 years ago? I don't know. Well, that's the same because, yeah. like, Florida Georgia Line, is that Florida music? Or is that... I think that's... Oh, I was. I think nine, 90, 90% of what you hear on mainstream country radio pop. came out of Nashville. Okay. Just... Just I you could almost you could almost bet any big song has come out of Nashville. Yeah. So that's that's what I think. But like Elvis the, came from Memphis. Memphis. And he I mean his music's so different though. Okay. Well, I mean, but I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand but it. Because that's saying, what uh, it, but a lot of those bigger names now were songwriter were, were signed to publishing deals ten years ago. Yeah. So I guess I think you have do have to be a songwriter to be a singer now. Like I tell so you, your start like the origin, start, yeah. and then I mean, unless your voice is just out of this world, yeah. and then you just go on the voice. But even like or go on Chris Stapleton, he, yeah, he he got he became known as a songwriter. I mean, his voice is outstanding, but he wrote wrote like he wrote "Drink a Beer" for Luke Bryan. He, I mean, he has dozens and dozens yeah. of song big songs that he wrote for other artists before he came out as Chris Stapleton. Well, yeah, because I felt you know, I like, felt there was he a good was in the Steel Drivers and a couple other bands too. Well, that was also like the I feel like that was the early two thousands mm-hmm. where a lot of the Texas artists who had success is due to because they sold their songs to a yeah. Nashville artist. Yeah, almost because you, you yeah because yeah, there there I mean there's a whole underbelly to it that no one ever would really know. I mean, like Charlie Robinson sold all of his uh, songs. I feel like yeah, all of his songs, all songs, are, songs. Yeah, I mean because uh, I, I love seeing him and his wife play. I don't know if you ever got to see them. Uh, Kelly Willis, I think it is. Kelly. Oh, Bruce, oh, Bruce Rob- Robinson and yeah, who'd yeah, you yeah. say? Charlie. Well, they're both they're both selling all they're their both, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bruce and his wife. That's a great. It's a great show. That's a great. Well, they show. had their. Uh, I forgot. Well, I had to be angry all the time that Tim McGraw and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cut, like that's just an awesome song. Yeah, uh, well, I like I like Bruce's better. Oh, for but, sure, for uh, sure. I think it's more honest. I feel like the yeah. on, you can hear the. Tim McGraw, you've never had a problem in your life. You're married to Faith Hill. Get out of here. Oh, my wife loves Tim McGraw, and like, I guess I loved him at one point in my life. But when yeah, he released d- a song well, called Truck Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Well, you never know. Ten years. I know, right? You might really right, identify. Exactly. exactly like, no. if, he, if he asked for any of my yeah. songs, hell yeah, i give it. Yeah. Truck, truck Yeah, yeah i give it to him. Truck Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, Caleb, we got to be winding down because we have the weekly business hour. We're going back into the talk radio here on Lone Star Community Radio. So uh, for every Tuesday, we can find you at Pacific Yard House here in downtown Conroe for singer-songwriter swap. Mm-hmm. So a different co-host or co-guest or whatever you want yeah. to call it, every Tuesday at 6.30 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. And we usually head to 202 or Red Brick or Corner Pub after. Like You'll catch us hanging out yeah. downtown after. So And then we have you every other Thursday. Actually, just check the calendar at yeah. Marshall's Tavern. And that's with you and your brothers, or is it just you? That's just me, but my brothers will guest on it a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. And then if you, I put links to y'all, the brothers' website, or the Facebook, so they can follow and make sure if you're mm-hmm. playing around and all that kind of stuff, because there's a lot of music around here. And Yeah, and, the, and the, right now, uh, crawfish season, we're, we're at um, uh, Cat Daddy's a whole lot over there, going towards 1488 on Sundays. And that's with my brother, so that's a fun crawfish show right there. Cat daddies, fourteen eighty eight is like a black void to me. Oh really? Oh, it's it's right when you exit. You remember the old Dosido Cafe? Yeah, it's in that shot. It's in the. Oh nice. Okay, so it ain't too. Yeah, I can't believe they closed that one down. 
but I can. They needed money. I mean, it's, it's, it's COVID it's, uh, happened. Yeah. Was it COVID or was it before that? I think they shut it down a little before COVID. Yeah, because it was nice. Yeah. I liked it. Like it I think they opened up a couple other one, little little ones, but that that was that was prime. Yeah, I that saw was, some great acts. There. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you go there, and you're like, "Ooh, this is kind of cool." And the first, they don't the charge 140 dollars a plate. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was one of the first homegrown tomato shows. Actually, was was at that Dosi Do. I wore a mustache suit. You can find those pictures online. It was great. What's a mustache suit? It was a suit full of mustaches. Where do you find this stuff? I'll tell you after. Okay. So you didn't make it? No. You found it? No. My mom did. Oh. Yeah, your mom sounds interesting. She's great. I like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks, man, for coming in, and I look forward to seeing you at the Pacific Yard House tomorrow. And then, of course, uh, they can follow you on the social media. The link's all there, guys. And we're going to get back to uh, closing out the show. I will be here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. If you have a song request or want to be a guest, reach out, morningswithlonestar.gmail.com, or message on our social media. We'll see you guys later. Thanks, sir.